0: This is the real Rob Z and your real voicemail and you're a real big <laughs> <laughs> seriously though hate you. I hate everything
1: about you. Not really though. You know what that was, guys? That was a voicemail from one of you. Isn't that neato? You can leave a voicemail by calling eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four. that's my phone number, kind of creepy that I just gave it out to thousands of people, hi friends, welcome to the podcast, this episode is with my lovely and beautiful wife Nene Z, and also uh, our good friend, lifelong friend, former radio DJ, now just a deep voiced, sweat dripping, banging and clanging. Beautiful man named Brian Seymour <laughs> I was giving it a shot, Brian. I'm trying to throw all of your attributes into one sentence. And I don't know if I did it or not. But uh Brian Brian's been a friend of us for friend of ours for a long time and uh, we're all nineties kids. We all love nineties alternative rock and we're all mourning the death of Chris Cornell. So we wanted to sit down and talk about it. And uh, if you want to talk to me If you don't know anything about me or you want to find out more about me or you just want to stalk me on the internet, which is what people do these days, that's fine with me. That's cool. Facebook and Instagram is Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. Gosh darn it, let's start the show. Oh, wait a minute. Before I start the show, if you would leave me a rating on iTunes, that would be amazeballs. Yeah, I said amazeballs. Uh, If you're on iTunes and you listen to this podcast, just uh, go to the rating part, leave a rating, you know three to five don't leave below three stars i don't even know why you're listening if you leave if you only want to give me one or two stars so
2: uh yeah all right start the show this is rob z radio
1: hi uh rob z here nini z introduce yourselves Brian, introduce yourself. Uh, this uh, is BB hey, King is, what, over Brian, here. Brian Seymour. <laughs> what are you? Brian, James Seymour.
2: <laughs> I don't
3: know. I called hey. you BB King. BJS in the
2: that works too. Yeah. So whatever you I, you know what I'm uh, just gonna be nameless. It doesn't matter to me. So. Oh my goodness. And
1: this is uh, when Nini Z and I do podcasts together. We like to call it. Bubbly, 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 bubbly. bubbly.
3: bubbly I see. I don't
2: think I fit that theme. Yeah. Well.
3: Are you not bubbly?
2: Enough? I. I mean. I've met a lot of people in my life I don't think anybody's ever described me as bubbly yet Do you live in a bubble? <laughs> that, there you go Yeah So yeah okay, well, actually, That's okay. a good one okay. That's pretty solid <laughs> pretty I like right. that
1: yeah. It's a bubbly topic Makes <clears throat> perfect sense <laughs> Yeah uh, Dini Z and uh, Brian Thank you so much for being here I mean obviously you <laughs> live, live with here. me man, so you, Yeah you have to be here You couldn't be on upstairs yeah. on There's the There's a gun phone, underneath
3: the table I cannot leave Exactly
2: <laughs> If only they knew the circumstances right now what the stakes were <laughs> Held at hostage
3: mm-hmm.
1: and now exposed on Facebook Right And Brian uh, Thank you for being here Really this podcast Podcast to start it off is about Chris Cornell because we were uh, both '90s rock fans. Hun, you're a huge '90s rock fan too.
3: I love '90s rock.
1: You're a '90s alternative. I have a.
2: Blossoms, Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: everything but the. My girls. first,
3: my first tattoo. <laughs> my first tattoo, Rob. What is it?
1: It's huh? the Smashing Pumpkins. Wait, you, it's like the Smashing Pumpkins Zero heart. Like, wait, where from, is it on you?
3: Oh, it's on my hip, and I'm not going to show it. No, no I just no.
2: couldn't remember. I, I feel like don't, I should know.
3: My or, hips don't lie. But, still my joke. But Oh, sorry. Totally well, gone, you I'm started it. But actually, Shakira, Max saw it the Shakira. other day, and he said, oh, mommy, you have a tattoo. And I said, what is it? And he goes, it's a footprint. And I was like, it's a heart. But because it's so <laughs> it's so ugly, right. well, it but was, it's so tiny, so it doesn't matter. So it's not regrettable.
2: It's about a nickel size.
1: It's, it's regrettable. So, I mean, so, well,
3: you know, it's so tiny, nobody even remembers it or regret. recognizes have, what it is. Have you
2: had moments in your life where I'm like, I just wish I was tattoo-less?
3: Well, I don't nobody ever sees it
2: now
1: so
3: rob and i laugh we laugh at it every time we see it so actually it does make a really good laugh
1: right right when you're doing belly dancing usually people see it (laughs) because right in the hip there so when the shakira dance like
3: i do it in the the martin's parking lot a lot
1: Mm -hmm. right with a hula parking lot a
3: lot that's hard to say Parking lot a lot but when i when i got it it was actually um i wanted to be like somebody that i knew billy corgan No. I actually didn't even... A different bald man? I didn't even think that Smashing Pumpkins... I actually, when I listen to Smashing Pumpkins, I get pretty annoyed, actually.
2: Yeah, I'm not a fan.
3: But I wanted to be cool... Neither one of you are fans
1: of Smashing Pumpkins.
3: <laughs>
0: no.
3: I
1: like
2: that song. Yeah,
3: actually, that's a pretty good song. Yeah, we but, saw um, them
1: actually. Remember that? I didn't go. Wait, did I went I? to see Three Eleven because it was Three Eleven oh, Smashing boy, Pumpkins. Oh pile of puke! <laughs> but you just said you hated them, so I don't feel too it, bad. It sucked.
2: Yeah, I didn't have much much fun
1: there. But, but...
3: I got. I, I ended up getting it for free. Because he screwed up the design, the design that I wanted. Oh, <laughs> this big! Oh, it was so tiny. He obviously screwed up. It was it like up forty-five dollars. <laughs> and I talked the entire time during the tattoo session. You know, <laughs> which is a big no-no for yeah. anybody in the and tattoo I, world. I'm surprised because, because I, I talked the entire time. Um, I, he, I kept moving. So he said, because I kept moving, that's why he screwed it up. Well, and I was like, this looks a, nothing like what I
1: wanted. As small as the tattoo is, it would only take him about 10 minutes to do yeah. it. So I can't yeah. imagine you being, it couldn't have been that big of a deal. He
3: was baked out of his mind. Okay,
1: well, that <laughs> explains a lot. You
2: want to give a plug here? Is there right. a, a parlor <laughs> you want There's a wanna... lot of shops in town.
3: Oh, I, I, I don't remember it This is all. over
2: a decade ago, right? Oh,
3: I was I was 18. This
1: is melancholy. Oh. So melancholy I'm, thir- era. I'm 31. So 12,
2: 13 years, okay. Melancholy. Yeah
1: postmodern post melancholy and the infinite sadness mm-hmm. their oh, biggest album yes yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. now
3: that I would not be <laughs> familiar with at all considering that I never the reason why I don't know album names is because my brother who was very into Napster which we all were um, uh, would illegally I down the fifth. He would illegally forever. download albums, and then he would put them on a CD, and then he would give me the CD without the album on it. It would just say Metallica. It would mm. just say uh, Mariah Carey. So I never knew an album name.
2: So you could be handed, let's just use the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, no idea. I'm with you, one of the latest records, and think, no idea. this is just what they're like. Yes. <laughs> Little do you know, that album sucks.
3: Yeah. No idea. See, I
2: enjoy that album. Not the whole way through, but.
3: But how would I know that if it was just it was just downloaded (laughs) off the internet? It's just given to me. I don't even know if it's songs from the same album. Right. It's just songs.
2: So what you're
1: saying is you do enjoy '90s alternative rock. Yes. Okay.
3: So. So back to yeah, Chris. Quick diversion.
1: Yeah. Now, Nene called him Chris Kattan earlier today. A, I did it as a joke. I'm sorry that I joked. Showing her off.
2: interest level in a man.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. No. I, I, no, that is not what I, I just, I should not have joked about it. After you
1: said no, that, no, it was, you say, anybody I was
3: not actually joking cookies? about his death at all. I was not joking She's, about it. She turned test. on
1: Hathaway and started bobbing it, right? Like the
3: reason why I joked about it is because Rob's brother texted him and said, "I can't believe Chris Cornell died," and it was like, "Where have you been?" It was like
1: forty-eight hours later, right? I mean, he just, yeah. He didn't that's know. the reason
3: why I joked about. Guess I didn't it know. Being, so that's why. Go ahead, let's transition.
2: Okay.
1: I just feel like with uh, Chris Cornell and, and because now it's been a couple of days since he died. Obviously, Soundgarden, an amazing band. Brian, you were mm-hmm. uh, you're a big fan. Big fan of them. I don't know. She's kind of a bigger fan of Audio Slave. I, would I say. am yeah. too. Audio yeah. Slave. <sighs> yeah, so awesome. I was saying because I just did a little podcast about a Chris Cornell one. and Like a Stone is one of my that's, favorite songs. I remember we jammed hmm. out
3: in the in the uh, the kitchen a couple months ago. Like, couldn't... Ugh. It's one of
1: those songs that it's so good it got too big and then you heard it a million times. Yeah. But if it was like just a track on an album yeah. and you hadn't heard it on the radio seven million times... It's amazing. It's just... Because I heard it kind of the other day without hearing it, it in a it, long yeah. time. Yeah. And yep. it blew me away. It definitely like, is
2: fantastic. Yeah, like when you get... And I think that's true with any music. Like when you get removed from it for a really long mm-hmm. time... Like I go through these Led Zeppelin, you know, revivals and stuff like that. That I'm like, dude, oh my god! And I, are, I know there they are that I love yeah. them, obviously. But like, I, I get back to them every now and then. And I'm like, holy shit! Like, where, have, yeah. where's this been? I needed this, you know?
3: Yeah, because
2: you burn yourself out.
1: Well, yeah. you, you said something, something that repeat. I made
3: fun of you for a couple weeks ago. You were like, I've been listening to music every morning, and man, it really makes me happy. But it's such a cheesy line to say. But sometimes there's weeks that I go through that music just does something. Yeah. To
1: mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I was listening to podcast and I quit listening to music altogether, like yeah. for a, a year straight. I don't. I wow. barely listen to any music at all. So and then when you I get back into, I, I forget. I listened to another podcast or something. I forget what it was. Ow. And they were talking ow, about ow. just music being, you know, it's like a drug. Like it puts you in a good mood. Yeah. Right? It automatically gets you into that place you want to be at, whatever the music is you're listening to. Mm-hmm. But like in the morning, I listen to. Uh, I listen to reggae or.
3: Mariah Carey. Ryan Carey, yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> of the two, yeah.
1: The Peshmerga Radio, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, no, I've gone for if I get really stressed out with school, I've gone for drives by myself and just listen to because I don't want to be with you or Max and I don't want anybody to call my phone and I've just gone for drives by myself mm-hmm. and just listen to music.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to psychedelic '60s rock lately because really? our friend Mike Schoenfeld, you know, oh Mike. yeah, oh, Big Mike
2: loves sixties rock. DJ X. Yeah, DJX. Yeah. Exactly. He was, DJX. Yeah, he was DJX. That, You know, I'm glad you brought him up. Because I, 60s I rock you. is unbelievable. Well, I'm glad I you brought him it. up because he, this guy loved, from what I remember, I remember him telling me anything Chris Cornell oh, is yeah. literally what oh, he oh, said really. to me one time. He yeah, He, high-fived, swear to
1: God. he fi- high-fived him in concert once. Did he really? Cornell ran down the aisle.
3: He tagged a Facebook picture, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he just did. Wow. Yeah, yeah that, that that was always intriguing to me that he just loved Chris Cornell no matter what. Like including the work with Timbaland. I don't, know if that's true. I, don't know, I don't know if that's true. I don't know that's <laughs> true. I don't know if anybody loves because that. But don't, guys, don't make that, this but...
3: focus too much on music. So basically what Rob and I were talking about before uh, we texted Brian to come over tonight was that Chris Cornell's wife is um, not denying the fact that he committed suicide. It's that mm-hmm. she is questioning this fact. So um, she is saying that they were planning a um, Memorial Day vacation, mm-hmm. and he had a very happy life, Mm-hmm. With her and um, his family, and um, but his fans were saying that he was the the day of his performance he was acting very odd. Um, he was a former drug addict, um, He's definitely
2: and, alcoholic. I read that. Yeah, yeah. and pills
3: and pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he um, was prescribed Atavan and uh, for his anxiety. And the day of his performance and the day that he committed suicide, um, they were saying that. Um, He was acting off. So he called his wife only hours before he committed suicide. And he was saying things that didn't sit right with her. So she called his bodyguard and said, can you please go check on him? When the bodyguard went to go check on him, the door was locked. So they went to the security officer of the hotel. They would not open it up. The um, guy kicked it through. Then the bathroom door was locked. He kicked it through. And there he was um, dead with the –
1: And last, Resistance band, Resistance right? Resistance band Man. wrapped around
3: his neck. So what she was saying was that day that he had taken two Atavans And, um, yeah, you can have side effects with Ativan. But I was talking to Rob that, um, you know, it's a benzodiazepine. And, it, it, like, you know, if he already had, like, she was saying that there was nothing suicidal.
1: There was no That signs. triggered in right. her
3: mind before. Mm-hmm. But I was saying to Rob, like, in general, and maybe there wasn't, that he'd ever spoken of. And there are side effects with medications because they, you know, people are now saying, well, with Ativan, um, this increased something. But I was just saying with Rob, like, so many people, we've, Rob and I have talked about this with podcast before, but um, with... 13 reasons why have you watch that
2: show Brian
1: I on haven't.
0: Netflix
2: it's it's in my queue it's in
3: your quay
2: it's
1: really like it's I quay. found the middle of it I was getting really tired of watching it but the beginning and the end are just they're excellent mm. it's a little yeah because it
3: gets really cheesy and it gets really but it's excellent I
1: have trouble with TV shows, long TV shows, <laughs> right? Through, yeah, right. like hour long. But basically, wrapping series. this up is
3: what I'm trying to say is that talking is the best form of therapy mm-hmm. if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're, if you have suicidal ideations. If Which is you... surprising
1: for somebody like Chris Cornell because, yeah, he, that's like his voice is his life, you know, his career. Same with Robin yeah. Williams. I mean, he had the open he, heart surgery. Oh, he had
2: some real serious yeah. demons, yeah.
1: Yeah, but
3: his whole thing was with Robin Williams was that he was so good at helping other people and not himself. So he was not. But they also
1: said it because he had had those two open heart surgeries, and I guess the recovery from that makes you depressed as well. Like that's a that's a cause of it. Hmm. Chris Cornell didn't
2: have anything like that, you know, in his story. Right? There's not anything.
3: Clearly, there was something. Definitely.
2: And if there's anything that I've learned, and like it's not like I've been subjected to all these patients or no. Really anything, but if there's anything that I learned is like, <laughs> you can't. Like your opinion. You can't know like what somebody's mental struggle is, and yeah. it doesn't no. even matter. Like I, I thought you were going this direction a minute ago, raw, but I, I, you didn't, but. Like for somebody to be as naive as to say something like, "Oh, dude, I mean, yeah, singer, these great rock bands, but you know, just look at his life." Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, I see exactly act like about. that about it. I, that like always from, like pisses from me off.
3: looking on the stage, he was fine. Like yeah. he could go behind stage every single night and cry his eyes out. Exactly.
2: Like, yeah. Oh man, I wish I had that life. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't think he worked for it?
1: Yeah. And there's tons you know. of
3: pressure, and there's ton- that, that. Hence, why a lot of artists. Do a lot of hard drugs. Well, I think really
1: one of the big things is, and obviously none of us have ever been on stage on a rock show. I mean, you've been on stage quite a few times in front of people, but you get that that high they always talk about. I can't imagine the high of like tens of thousands of people cheering for you, and then you go backstage and it's just done. You go to the hotel and it's just done. So you need the drugs make sense because like you go, you want to, you want to keep. That's an addiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why you see old bands like the Rolling Stones like still doing tours and stuff. I think they love that that feeling and the cash grab probably well yeah, yeah that too <laughs>
0: but same way with but they pro-
3: might not know how to act outside of that it's hard to bubble. disconnect
1: hmm. I'm gonna bring up pro wrestling but that's a big thing with pro wrestling too because you're in front of the crowd you get all the adulation then you go backstage and you know, Alone. You, you have to just live. Yeah. So, uh, wife's that's probably, cheating on me back home. That's probably like uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. or you're on the road cheating on her all me. the time, yeah. probably. Yeah. But like you know, you go backstage yeah, and and you go to the hotel, and I imagine that would that would be tough. It'd be a bummer, I guess. And obviously, I mean, you when you look at '90s rock, alternative, grunge, there, it's a lot of. Somber, dark music Right Black Hole Sun It's like a very somber song You know So And Alice in Chains You think of like Lane Staley It's it's not Man, same thing It's well, not, not quite the, quite the same But people
3: always Judging you all the time Of what you do As well So even just like For instance Like Justin Bieber I know people might You know That might be A, a stupid person he loves person. Bieber No I think he's wonderful, <laughs> but I, I'm saying. I mean, I mean, he's he's like. He's for cat. instance, like people were so judgmental, and literally, if you look exact, like take him away from being f- famous. If you went to high school with Justin, he literally all he did was um, drink a little too much, um, throw eggs at a house, pee into a um, bucket, pee into a bucket. Like, did he do anything out throw of the realm really of what a young teenage boy would do? Right. No, no. he did nothing. But people were so uncomfortably judgmental of this guy because he was um, you know in showbiz well not showbiz but I mean in what, what word am I trying Justin to say Justin
1: Bieber for? he was like Michael Jackson you yeah, know what I like, mean so, like every so, eye
3: but then he had to apologize and I wanted to be like apologize for what?
1: Right? You what just did have you to, do? You just ha- look at Anderson he Cooper. Had you know, go... He didn't want to just apologize. But when you're in the spotlight and you say you something, do? you have to apologize. Which, by is, the way, becomes... did you see what Anderson Cooper said? I didn't. I've said? Been it's amazing. Out of all... That's not this podcast,
2: though. We're not. Gonna, all... Are we going to get real deep? We're, we're talking almost... about Chris Cornell. I, I, so I really funny. like Anderson Cooper, for the record. <laughs> I'll say it's that. so funny what Silver Fox that he is.
3: Super handsome. Yeah. He's super cute. I just
2: have a cat. Let's get to corn. We'll get to corn now. To although. corny. To, to corny. I, so let me, just give, let me just give you, like, my day there. So I woke up relatively early, and I just hopped on Facebook like any, you know, mindless idiot, and... uh <laughs> I'm scroll, <laughs> scrolling through, not really reading anything because I hate, you know, eighty percent of these people, and who cares, you know. Um, and then you, I see. You should probably
3: put a status update like, in, in twenty four hours, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna delete all my friends. Yeah. If you made, it, you know what? If you, if you
2: made, you made it, the cut, <laughs> consider yourself lucky. You're a real friend. Yeah. The rest of you well, see if you make it. The rest of you can't see this. I
0: hate
1: you. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> but
0: that every reason. time
3: somebody puts this uh, in their status update, I've always made it, and I've been like, man,
2: yeah. But you I must be have doing made all it, right. And you would never know because uh, yeah, you didn't see the right, post. You know what that's code for? That's code for like I'm not deleting anybody, but I am going <laughs> to go friend request a whole bunch of other people that I may have went to high school with because I, I need to connect with someone. Here. I need new friends, <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I woke up and I saw that, and I, I mean, you know all the words like just utter disbelief like just this is a guy who like he's been kind of in my consciousness the last couple of years because i you know you guys know mark maron and what a terrific interviewer he is and stuff when i saw cornell was interviewed a couple of years ago well jesus it was actually 2014 now but i just came across it like last summer and i listened to it never really of hearing i've never really heard him in an interview setting before but i was like this guy is very well adjusted. Yep. Doesn't sound like a normal, like, rock guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, great recounting of the early 90s and the Seattle scene and everything. It was a really interesting interview, really thoughtful. And I'm like, he, he seems just, he actually seemed boring. Like when I would see, I I, I, yeah. I I have all his stuff like liked on Facebook and stuff, and
3: like just a normal yeah. And yeah. he's
2: tweeting stuff and like showing him and his daughter and stuff, and he's fifty two, and I'm like, he's just doing like the old boring he did not rocker. Look fifty two? <laughs> no, not at all. No. no, not even a little bit. Man, yeah. that's really Aged sad. Very well. Yeah, and, and I'm seeing all it's this, and I'm like, just family. a boring guy now, you know. And then that
1: happens. Yeah, maybe that was the issue. I, I don't know. I who knows? I have no idea. I but, know. But and they're gonna the way I the way it sits with me is like. You go from this monster rock star thing, and then you have to go home and you have kids. Not that's wonderful, but I imagine it's very hard to adjust yeah. to to Every balance those to two back. life. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a yeah big difference.
0: Yeah, it's, it's and fun.
3: maybe he just did feel a lot of pressure, and that nobody would understand that.
0: Yeah,
1: and well, he well,
3: didn't have anybody to talk to.
1: Yeah, we were just at Metallica. I just wanted to see Metallica on this past Friday, and you know they're in Lincoln Financial Field. There's like eighty thousand people there, mm-hmm. and they're just putting on this unbelievable show and they've been doing this for you know 30 years like what the hell like that's, nobody that's such a rare experience to have in life just right. to experience that everybody just going crazy and you're just the star of the show I, I don't know it, it would be very strange like when James Hetfield he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and they mm-hmm. talked about like bee farming and, you know because he's just a normal <laughs> dude yeah he just
2: Hetfield was on Marin as well oh okay. that's yeah. a really good one yeah
1: yeah it, it's just interesting that uh, we don't, nobody knows what it's like. I mean, I, I don't no. know. It would be very hard to know that level of fame. Not that Cornell was like a huge, uh, even in the 90s. I mean, he they weren't like number one. Right. No. But they were they really, were, they, big, were big. Big. they were one of few But like, few. how
3: could I have a normal marriage with you if you were Lars? <laughs> I, I well, don't... Lars
2: is a pussy. <laughs> 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 so I don't think you'd have married him. Uh. Uh,
3: but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, don't I, know. I just don't. Well, or right, at like I, I don't, I just you'd don't. have
1: to travel, I guess, with them or just. But that would just not be tour. normal. No, it's not. But it's awesome. I mean, it, it, of
3: course, it's awesome. But it would be more awesome for you than it would be. Uh, well, I, I, can't even speak. Unless for we were in the band together just,
1: and you played bass and I played yeah, lead, yeah,
3: man, I would just slap it, you know right? What I mean? We wore <laughs> like <laughs> we
1: wore like clown costumes, and I don't know. I feel
2: like there's something there. Yeah, yeah, that I mean, sounds good. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh. To the music portion of all this, though, like um, I, I just like I never looked at Cor- Cornell was like just one of those guys. And like as I like texted you and a couple of other friends that we were big audio slave and or Soundgarden fans like he was never a guy that was like the lyrical genius necessarily or nobody really ever held him alone up as like a creative genius from the time I don't think not even quite not even like Eddie Vedder or no. Kurt Cobain who uh, let's be honest it's like martyrism,
3: uh, martyrism. I think on that end a, kind a bit, of yeah.
1: but um, but, his, but his voice just the sound I of his voice was I just Cornell felt unreal. A, yeah, yeah Cornell was of, it was a
3: comfortable it's a
1: beautiful voice that's I mean. what yes. i mean we all knew that it was
3: that. a comfort freaking
1: go, amazing i'll go back to like a stone that song like hits
2: you like mm-hmm. just his
1: the way he he projects, and you can't just, even man. imitate it. Like
3: no. it's yeah.
2: real, dude. Another one that I heard today, I'm seeing on YouTube, and you guys might too. All these um, tributes, all these bands that are touring or doing tributes to him, and stuff. Oh,
3: I was gonna say the covers that he had done of other bands. And I thought that's you were happened gonna say too. That. Yeah, but these I bands. Keep that.
2: Well, I, I saw one today where somebody did like "I Am the Highway" from Audio Slave Oh, that's and man, cool. Just some of the lyrics there and everything, and
0: well, I, it, which is a
1: great like song a, that
2: got played too much.
0: Mm-hmm, it yeah, turns
1: yeah. into that thing where you heard right. that eight million times, but if you go back and listen to it just as it's as a song my god what
2: resonates with me the most like Soundgarden, really did capture in their heavier songs like that like you said early 90s like guy in your 20s like lonely angsty um just like anger stuff you know what i mean that you can't really put your finger on and like the guitar sounds are there too and lyrically what Cornell did and then Audio Slave which you know obviously weird gigantic rage against machine fans yeah. and then you pair that band with Chris Cornell's voice like oh my god and i hate to use the word supergroup cuz everybody does but like that that's is that's a supergroup they were amazing and like it's a really good idea yeah and then until like the third album which remember i remember specifically when we were in radio and they we listened to original fire And I'm like, this is not good anymore. I I don't like this anymore. But before that, though, like, I I posted on Facebook the other day, like, my number one... Biggest thing from Chris Cornell will always be the song Coachies, which is the first song on the first audio slave album. And there's a part where he does this awesome scream in the middle. And yeah. like how many times I've heard that in the gym when I'm pissed off and just grinding <laughs> out like one last rep and it's like Chris Cornell, you're partially responsible for that, man. Like it's so just, is Tom Morello. But yeah, Cornell Tom Morello yeah. Yeah. Well wait like, until he dies to say that. But
1: And I mean, I don't know how old you were when the Black Hole Sun music video came out, but that was one of those
2: Wow, well, you're 30, 30. Yeah, because mm-hmm.
1: were, we're like four years apart mm-hmm. or like three and a half years apart. I mean, that, I think I was, I think it was like 95. End of 95, that song came out, the mm-hmm. video came out. So I would have been 12. And uh, man, it was just, everybody loved that video and it was on MTV. Every oh my God, single that day. video was amazing.
3: Yeah. I on VH1 and pop up video came out and I was like, this is amazing. Well, mm-hmm.
1: that video probably has nothing to do with Cornell. I mean, I don't know how much he had involved with it, but just that, that video itself for Soundgarden. Is like embedded in my brain as a '90s kid. Like it's just stuck in my head. Oh like yeah. I can mm-hmm. re- remember every single part of it. Right. Yeah. I've watched
3: it in an unreal amount of times. Oh, just yeah, crazy it, amount. It, times. It's, it's. And amazing. also, Sex and Candy. I know that's not <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah. But I also watched that an unreal amount of times. So <laughs> it I don't seems know like why. to me, music and to videos. Me recall, I watched
2: a lot oh god, oh yeah, that was. Well, it was on all the time. That's I just like what I googled. Like song. once the
3: internet came, once YouTube started, those are three videos that I would watch a lot. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> Yeah. So even
2: after the fact, that I mean,
1: oh, "Jamaica yeah. video is a cool video though, yeah. and I mean, a cool song. I always love yeah. that song too. Mm-hmm.
2: It's not bad. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I keep trying to transition back, and I don't know how <laughs> yeah, to do good. it. It's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, what just what other ones do that. What other what? More talking? No, I mean, what more do you want to say about it? I mean, it's
1: just
2: it just sucks. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's just not a guy that I would have expected that to happen. No, you know, Just That's not really a punch sad. in the gut, and it made me think like, man, because I'm I'm more more of like a Pearl Jam guy, and Tool's my favorite band, and yeah. like I'm thinking about like Eddie Vedder and Maynard going one day, you know what I mean? And that I know. Just, and it think feels of weird. like Trent
1: Reznor, like none of have been yeah, so dark. Reznor, you know what I, it, it's weird. Because you yeah you never I not in a million years you'd never think that especially after his like solo poppy or more album it was mm-hmm. like oh he's just you know he's changed his style up he's not dark anymore and, right and then that happens and if it would have been like alcohol and pills I would have, I would have yeah. been like oh okay but the hanging is yeah. like wow oh man that's
2: hanging, scary that's crazy it's like, really scary to, like it's bizarre and I was gonna get into this now this is gonna t- take this into a dark turn a little bit though but like we we <laughs> dun, were talking dun, dun, dun. we were talking before the actual show here about um how you get there like yeah. to get this into more of a psycho and analytic like place yeah I uh, I don't know about either of you now I'm not trying to cast judgment but just what I know of both of you yeah. and I've known you both for a long time yeah Rob I wouldn't I cannot see you getting so down that you get into that territory get into that point but I nene. can't see you <laughs> no I, I'm but. Your counterpart, I don't know. I could, I could maybe see you getting. Nini's the happiest
1: person I've I know. Well, no, you you are. I would never. No,
3: the the reason why I find this so funny (laughs) is there was there was an interview like years and years ago, probably like 15 years ago. We were at my, well, I was younger than that. I was probably like 15. We were at my grandma's house, and there was this, there was this murder that happened in Johnstown, and they were covering the murder and it was like a like a WTAJ whatever in Johnstown mm-hmm. and and this this mom her they had just found out that the her son had she had two boys and like one was like 15 the other was like i don't know 17 or whatever okay and the 15 her one son had killed um, the neighbor across the street. So they were interviewing the mom right after this had happened. The cops were all, uh, all outside or whatever, and the mom, this complete dirt ball, she was so funny, and she was with her other son, and they they had handcuffed the other son, taken him down or whatever, and they were interviewing her, and she said, you know, I never thought that, um, you know, my, my son would be doing that, and she goes, now him, the one, that did, the, <laughs> oh the one that did god. not, the one that did not kill anybody. Oh my god. She's next to the one that did not kill anybody. Oh,
2: my God. And she
3: said, Now, him, I would think that he would kill him something. And he, like, literally looked up at his mom and was like, Mom, I didn't do anything. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, like, that's <laughs> just what it kids. felt like what you just said. Well, like, let's
0: that was the truth remember, now. I just let's remember it was me
1: right.
3: really
1: funny. D- thank you
2: for this. Thank you for the story. <laughs> so, instead, I, let's just say that I approached this whole thing all wrong. So, let's. Just, I'll just openly ask both of you let's recount your most downtime in your life. For me, it was, I'll, I'll volunteer. Wow, you said you did want to get dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: about the darkest you could possibly go. I'm just go. trying That's to see... As like deep I, as you can go.
2: I'm trying to see how, like... Because, trust me, I, I've been super depressed in my life. I've never had, like, a logical, like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and just forget about all this. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, there's been times where you think of the future and you're like, man, it looks, things look pretty bleak. I don't know. Uh, I might just <laughs> go ahead. But... I've never arrived there, so... For me, I, I
1: mean, it's not really that much, it's not much of a story. My one ex-girlfriend broke up with me. She was going to school in State College, and I was living was at home. Is she watching right now? I don't know. <laughs> if you are, i <laughs> likely. How many of you yeah, um, really But uh, we were... How many? She, I, I she had broken up with me, and... Um, 16. 16 she, bright-eyed people. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So she broke up with me and went to s- school in State College, and then uh, I was just like at home going to Penn State Altoona, and it was the era of AIM, like when AIM was huge. And I just mm-hmm. checked AIM; it was a, in the summer. Right. And I just checked AIM every single day, and was just bummed out every single day, and just sat there and like constantly, over and over again, looked at it to see if she was on. She got log she, on. And yeah. then if she was on, I wouldn't even like do anything. Be like, oh god, she's not. What i am going <laughs> to do now? What the right? I don't and imagine right had right.
2: she messaged you, "Hey, what's up?"
3: Rob, would have Jesus no idea Christ, what to do, do, I, do? I, do like,
1: I don't know what. Yeah, it was. But, but then I look back on it, I was like, well, I was not a good boyfriend. Number one and number two, like she was just going and doing her thing. She was going to school, and I had done nothing to really try to keep things together. And, and you're
2: just sitting there, like, like I had been say hi
1: to me. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it was like weird. There was just no reason for me to be depressed except for the fact that she broke up with me and I was, she was having more fun than I was. Yeah. And that always right. like, bummed So it was a out. jealousy. It's like an attachment. But it's crazy. Thing. I never got... I just remember going to my mom and saying, Mom, I'm depressed. And yeah. that how, was... Now, how old are you, you say here? That was like...
3: 17, 18? No, 19?
2: I was probably... Twenty,
3: really? Like
0: no. See that now. That's this no, is what I was, I was trying probably, to get into. That's why
2: nineteen. That's intriguing to me. So you're like in college, pretty much. Yeah. I went through the same shit when I was that same age. Like I remember having a super super low self esteem at nineteen. I, let me give you now. Nah, I'm not going to get that's too. Adolescence deep. I'm
3: not is hard. Well, no, you're you're past it all. <laughs> well,
1: you want to go deep, and now you're backing off. Well, right?
2: the story I thought of is not appropriate for this whole audience. But when I was no. nineteen, man, I'm telling you, like I had. Dude, I, it was bad. Like just a horrible self-esteem. I remember being like on message boards like um specifically Tool message boards being such a huge fan of the band and like talking about different ideas and stuff like that and like people making fun of stuff I said and I'd let it affect me yeah. on a message board. And now that I'm 30, I'm like, dude, everybody's like some loser 35-year-old yeah. guy on a mess- like like the but people Also,
3: the internet was new. It still so is all newer. of that stuff, yeah, it was yeah. newer. So it still that is new kind guys. of stuff, I mean, it's
1: still really new.
3: You, in, in
1: relation to history, and
3: also you are just um, becoming your own at that age. Oh yeah, yeah. you don't know who so, you are. Yeah, yeah. You so you're discovering anything. who you are. So having that, and going through who you are, and having the internet, mm-hmm. you know, put all those comments towards you at any given time is really tough. Oh, yeah.
2: I remember going for a walk that day and just being like, man, I don't even know what my life is right yeah. now. And it's so, it sucks because it's like, you know, I, I own it. It was me that felt that way. But, yeah. you know, it's just the way your mind's made up and maybe it's from your parents and genealogy yeah. and stuff like that. So screw you, mom and dad. And uh, <laughs> We said we're going to talk about my mom on here. but um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I just remember feeling like, dude, like maybe I just don't fit in. And, and you're 19. You have your whole life ahead of you. I didn't even no. have a degree. But yet you to- don't,
3: you're... Prefrontal cortex is not
2: mm-hmm. well. There's so you know the fancy stuff. We were just man. talking today, the word, the big words. <laughs>
1: we were just talking today about you know Altuna High. There's another kid I guess who committed suicide. Yeah. And- I heard this. Yeah, and we say about well, the internet being like. Still being new, I, I think it's still so brand new because people don't know how to deal with it because everything keeps changing and they keep creating new apps and new ways to communicate. Mm-hmm. So, the the bullying or what if something like that's going on to you, it's, I can't, I would hate to be a kid in high school right now and I feel really bad for them because it would be
3: really, really difficult. It, I, I, I know how obsessed
1: I was with AIM, right? And that was not like a dial up internet connection, you know, the dial up internet. And in like, I think we were in eighth or ninth or like 10th grade, yeah. It was dial-up internet, and you got on AIM, and, you know, you would just text, talk back to people, and it was so rudimentary. It was Mm -hmm. ridiculous. But it was also
3: gone. At this point... But
1: people would bully you on there. Like, you'd get picked on on there. That would happen. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So I can't imagine having Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then all the other, like, the the apps that adults don't even use, because kids have apps just for their school right, like, that right. they're on. You know, so there's so many different ways for people to...
2: to and all this stuff happens now as well. Like, Let me give you an example. So like, you you guys have probably seen one of the newest, I think the new Joe Rogan stand-up, he talks about like I'm the loser who reads YouTube comments, like who's oh. leaving comments on it, and it's a great joke. But I was on a fitness channel the other day of this real just kind of douche guy that I don't even follow, but I like to check in on him from time to time to see how stupid he's being. Well, and he yeah yeah just you know feel <laughs> my troll. negativity yeah and he's on there talking <laughs> about um well, uh, as long
3: as you're not commenting i'm fine with. well
2: it. i did uh, oh. there we go and let me just tell you like this is the mentality of the internet and i'll tell you what i commented but like the guys on here just talking about like um uh you know i'm on snapchat the other day and i shared that i was out having a couple of drinks with my buddies and you all attacked me saying hey man you're trying to promote this fit lifestyle you're always out drinking And he was talking about how pissed he was that everybody was like calling out that he was having some drinks or whatever when he had just made a... This is a big YouTuber. I'm not going to name his name. But a couple of days prior to that, he had made a video saying it was titled, The Reason I Lost My Gains. And he's talking about how he's been partying and drinking too much and not focusing on working out. So I said... I get that this is like a clickbait video because he had titled it like, I'm pissed off. Yeah. Like blatant clickbait. I said, I get this is clickbait, but didn't Greg just make, whoops, didn't Greg just make a video the other day? There he is. Sorry, Greg. Um, Make a video the other day saying he's been partying too much. You know what I mean? It's just very contradictory. And this guy just goes, (laughs) I'm like, and I went about my day, and I'm driving around later, and I get a vibration. It's a YouTube update. This guy comments, why don't you go follow some other channel, pussy? (laughs) And I'm like, dude, all I'm doing is calling out a very obvious thing this dude did. It wasn't any kind of vitriol. I was just pu- calling out, calling what I saw. Okay,
0: go somewhere else,
2: pussy. Man, that's just an example. Though. It's so, it's so easy.
1: I mean, I, I really do because I, I don't know. Being in radio for a little, for a while there, I got some trolls who would like say stuff to me. I always found it funny, and I think you helped me out a lot with that just by. Not letting stupid things like that bother you because well, they're I'll trying re- to get a reaction, and it mm-hmm. really is here. Funny. I'll read. I'll I had read a quote. My favorite, the time I ever got. Oh, uh, I, I love. I loved Rob. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the uh, what was that song? Lord. Lord oh, Royals. Yeah. yeah. Whatever be Royals. Royals. Came out, and uh, people weren't sure if it was Lord or Lord A. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily sure either, so I was saying Lord, which I was actually saying it right. Well, <laughs> this girl Also, me.
3: if she's not in your studio, really, do any of us know?
1: Right. Well, you <laughs> and are you sure you TV don't mean to something. say
2: Stan Marsh? What's that?
3: South Wait, Park. What? Yeah. Whatever no, what stands, about? dad oh, is right. lord. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> that's
2: right, he was. Oh, that's a funny episode, man. Yeah, it just yeah, caught me got, off guard. It was a whole season, yeah. Oh, was not anyway. really? A whole yeah, season Yeah, it was like a vehicle they use all season. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so that's
1: almost huge, and I, you know, said it on the air, lord royals, and uh, this girl sends me a tweet, and the tweet says something to the effect of, it's not lord, it's lord A, you ignorant swine. What? Why don't you- <laughs> I think You she... ignorant
3: swine! I think swine. she wrote, why don't you
1: kill yourself? Why don't you- Get a new job or kill yourself or something like that. It was it was like a cr- incredibly kill yourself. It was about me, yeah. Wow. Ending everything and I and I thought <laughs> and that's that's what she wrote. Like I'm just saying that's really what she wrote.
2: It was about me ending. It was everything. about ending my life, <laughs> my, my
1: life not existing anymore. Uh, and I was I was mad for a minute and I'm like I don't know, I don't know maybe I and, I and I also thought oh crap I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah. Then I find out that I am saying it right and this girl's wrong oh, and she's sending this ridiculous tweet out to me and I I screenshot it. That's in my google photos probably it it just made me laugh i look back on them just i die because To i think trolls are really funny right you don't let them get to you because they're
3: well robsey the amount of people that that talk about me because i i have a i have a very big mouth and i'm very uh, loud and obnoxious anybody that has ever met me i have been talked about my entire life since i could talk so two i don't brag about it (laughs) But I've never uh, let it bother me. I've been called a lesbian my entire life because I had um, short hair from what, uh, eighth grade until I was 21. So I was called um, Shem for a long time, which (laughs) stood for she, him.
0: Wow. I can
3: give a shout out to the guy who created that because I am friends with him is he Facebook. Is he? Oh, cool. I'm friends with him on Facebook. I wonder Facebook, if he's viewing. So yeah. I wonder if he's viewing. I'm friends with him, <laughs> though. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he might dude. be one of the third. Um, there was a there was a kid, uh, Todd, who uh, made fun of me my entire high school career. But he's a cool dude as right. well. Um, you I was, take
1: criticism I was, very well. I,
3: I do because I always wanted to be a comedian, so I'm totally cool with you it. So I, I can give it and I can take it as well. Um, But I've always been okay with, um, (laughs) okay, this is just a side note of of my rant with this, but I I had a boss at my old job that um, we were talking behind her back a lot and we were making fun of her, not spreading rumors about her. Because um, they were all true. but <laughs> we,
0: Just talking, we, we, spitting we the were just, truth. We were, just, we
3: were just spitting the truth. And she was very scary. She was a very scary boss. Anyway, Six three. She, she did not know. She did not <laughs> last 25. long at my old job. Anyway, Cross so hit. she takes us into the med room, medication room. And she shuts the door behind us. And there's like four or five nurses in here. She shuts us and she was like, hey, if you guys are talking smack behind my back. <laughs> she was like, you better say it to my face. And she was like, because if anybody. And she's going off. I mean, she was like... She she was red. She was so angry. And I, like, raised my hand, and I was like, no. And she was like, what? And I was like, I won't say it to your face. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she was awesome. like, what do you mean? And I said, I won't say anything that I'm <laughs> saying behind your back to your face. And she was like, why? And I was like, well, one, it's mean. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: And why
3: would you ever want anything that somebody is saying behind your back said to your face right because i want to know what you're i don't
1: want to know what you're saying about <laughs> yeah me.
3: but wait guys l- let me just say this because the things that you say behind are you guys people's talking back, about me the things that you, <laughs> the things just hear me out on this The things that you say behind people's backs are awful
2: oh it's bad
3: so why would you ever <laughs> want to to hear what somebody says because clearly somebody, like, if, you know, if I've walked by somebody, like, you know, I'm not showered, I go to go to Walmart with Max and, you know, I had a really rough right night in. or whatever. I, well, yeah, I fit, I fit right in. Well, but why would somebody come up to me and be like, you look like death warmed over. You, you know, you you, you have... Dark circles well, under your eyes. Why would somebody need to say that today. to my face? But, but like that, but I know. But
1: right. that's a situation where it would be you know you don't know that person. But when you know people and say they're your friends or your coworkers, save it. Well, mm-hmm. all I'm thinking is, <laughs> the, no, the,
3: is it going to help me? You're is like it getting really me? into this in, talk? A const-
1: in a constructive criticism kind of way. It really could be beneficial for you. Yes, if it's going to help constructive If it's it, going to gonna
3: help my career. If I have a terrible voice and I'm trying out for American Idol. Please tell me right. if I'm on my way. Or well, if when we sh-
1: first started dating, you had a rat's nest in the back
2: of your hair.
0: And it was horrible. I, Really? Oh, yeah. It and was I I, Not I a was, real
3: rat's
2: nest. No, 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 no. I just, I get what a rat's nest is. I just mean like, as a woman it's, it's to because, not notice. Because
3: no? I had short hair for a really long time. I grew it out. I didn't know you had to use a brush.
2: Nini no. had
1: little. had I didn't notice so, for the record, so. I'm walking behind didn't her. Know. There's three rats <laughs> crawling in oh, the back of her hair. Oh, shut up. And so. No,
3: Rob said, don't use a brush. And I was like, no. I didn't so know. So you, you educated I her? Well, genuinely no, didn't know. I didn't want to,
1: like, you know, because that's a bad move on my Rob part. Rob didn't know like, that hey. he had to
3: shave the side of his face. He just had weird, long, ugly yeah. hairs on the side of his face. Right. I he, didn't know. I, like, didn't I don't know. know how I didn't know.
1: So I, you're, I must not have
2: looked in the mirror at all. How do you, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you tell a woman, like, woman? this kind of doesn't look great? Because I've always been to the ideology. Well, we got into a fight about
1: it. We got oh, a huge wow, fight, okay. but I
3: now thank him. So it depends on, you know, how long you've been dating. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that you can and cannot say. So, right. and as, you know, with me, you know, I, I've got pretty thick skin. <laughs> that sounds weird. But, I mean, you you, you have to. <laughs> you go ahead and, and you,
1: check you, it out. God. It's
2: very weathered.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have a disease. <laughs> 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 but you, like, you just.
2: <laughs> extra layers of skin. I have extra
3: layers of <laughs> I have keratosis. No, you so just have So to... most people
2: have the normal three layer. Okay, <laughs>
3: anyway. <laughs> you have to. Most women, you can't say shit. I've been in many. So like car- they come yeah, out carnival. in the bathroom and they're like, "Does this dress look pretty, Brian?" You have to be like, "Yes, it yeah. looks pretty." Meanwhile, or, she's
2: like, <laughs> "Luckily, my most recent endeavor would um
3: give me her. choices."
2: <laughs> <I'm> that's <just kidding. laughs> probably not for the best, but give me choices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, this one or this one. Well, that's good. And I would answer honestly. And I don't know if it was a mind game or a
3: probably not because
2: well no I'm not done like what the response would always be so hold on a minute please
3: she's like All right, okay,
2: Brian have another drink it's um, water so we're, I would cho- we're in Abercrombie I, and Fitch I would choose one and it was always like really. Because I, I thought the no, but you I didn't. agree with
3: her because really I already have what I have in mind, and Rob never gets excited. And you excited picked the wrong one. And you picked the wrong one, right? And, right. and really, it's because you all—all all guys are complete, except for gay men or maybe a man that <laughs> you know works at a clothing store. You guys have no idea what you're talking about with fashion. Yeah, all. So are, oh, I don't.
1: I don't. Well, claim we, we, to. we know, we know no, what we
2: like.
3: No, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for but you're ourselves. all. But so that doesn't all mean morons. it's good. You're all morons when ah. it comes to you okay. are. But I know Rob what I had like. No idea what he was talking. But about. But are we
2: though? like yeah, Well, wait a minute. I'm gonna, come out. Out. I'm
3: gonna just make a blanket statement. Blanket. I, but I want to. I want to <laughs> say something here. If
2: a woman, so you're telling. Okay, so we don't know anything about fashion. I'm the one uh, that looks at a girl and decides. Yeah, I would. It's
3: definitely. only because of because of sex. That's <laughs> okay. it. But What's if wrong you with would, that? if you would pick, because girls look good for other girls. We don't look good for other guys.
2: So why is that what fashion is? I gotta make sure the other ladies think I look good. What?
3: Yes. I don't uh, care. These are cute what,
2: shoes. Yes. What? because
3: if you started to pick out my outfits it could be like (laughs) like a like a what a cowgirl would look really good on a strip show or whatever and i'd be like brian you you made me look like a chauvinistic like a complete moron okay
2: well it
3: would i remember my ex-boyfriend one time i said okay finally because he said that i looked too much like a grandma and i wore too many cardigan sweaters and i said fine he said i need need you to expose more of your um more of your body (laughs) and i said i said what would you want me to wear and he goes i don't know a turtleneck and i was like what <laughs> what are you talking about
2: so the same thing
3: like a turtleneck is more right like you I'm coming up more of my body news like so I didn't- just
2: I just think it would show off more of your body, maybe more he didn't of didn't your like curves. Your, maybe he didn't like your neck. Yeah, I've never once said anything like that to a girl.
1: I would never yeah, say, like, well, you know what you should wear more of? I hate turtlenecks. Like, if there's one piece of clothing that I just, Rob, i load. Rob, Rob, see,
3: why don't you tell everybody why you hate turtlenecks? Oh, I, I've got well, my this. neck so issue. My, my, what's your, what's your neck issue, Rob, too? Well,
1: oh, oh, we're going to get here now. Yeah, we're going to go there. Brian and then I have to Brian go back finds this in, Do you have to? Oh. Brian finds this incredibly hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've actually gotten much better over the past couple of years. He has, but I don't know why. uh, Meditation. Meditation has helped me out a lot with my neck issues. Um, I always, when I was little, I had like these (laughs) tiny, I don't know how, it was, it's really anxiety is all it is. It is. But I always like, when I was little, I envisioned tiny men with like axes (laughs) chopping at my neck and I'd always be like, and I had to like put my neck like up over my chin and be like,
3: but like I, hey, I, Rob, was and was I Rob and I would be driving, and I'd look over because he be he's like, doing this. He's doing this, and I'd be like Rob, Robert. He'd be like, just I'm leave me alone. He'd say right. needs be like Nini, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm get, I'm getting a neck issue. I'm getting rosy with neck my neck. Thing. Oh man. But I also have a weird belly button thing.
2: It's it, I was just gonna say it's areas of the body. Mm-hmm. I, so my Rob ankles, and I, I can kind of feel ankles. it ankles. Wow. sometimes. I mean, it's rare. Like the next thing, if I thought about it more, like I'm thinking about it right now. It's,
1: it's anxiety. is all it is.
2: Yeah, I'm You're getting
1: a thing. But Rob and I would do like a.
3: Sixty-nine position, not sexually.
1: All right, this is and ridiculous. And Rob, Rob
3: would put his finger in my belly button, and I would put my hand on his neck, and we would see how long we could handle it. Oh, Challenge, complete mental breakdowns for wow. both yeah. of us. Complete. Wow,
1: it was. It was, I mean, this happened maybe like. Three or four times, and we challenged ourselves. We would mm-hmm. lose almost instantly, and it was mm-hmm. very difficult. It was yeah. extremely, but it was one of those because we said to each other, "We've got to get past these things because there's like some <laughs> weird anxiety thing with it." And
0: yeah, it
3: didn't so really I got work. Things. So I got it, my it belly button. It didn't work,
1: by the way, but we tried. Yeah. I got
3: my belly button pierced, thinking that it would help me overcome oh. my belly button um, fear. I hate all belly buttons. If you show me your belly button, I'll. Throw right. up.
2: Right. You would just rather you prefer just a solid skin flap.
3: Uh, like a ken doll, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a good so old ken no, doll.
2: So also no never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No pen Yeah.
3: So <laughs> So anyway, my no friend pen-eye. my friend Dave, we were in school one time and I was telling him about uh my my belly button issue and like all my other classmates were making fun of me or whatever, but like I can't and I said about how, you know, I could I could walk around campus. Completely naked as long as I had duct tape around my belly button. Like, I just can't. Now,
1: here's the irony in this story. (laughs) That she insisted on getting a belly button ring recently.
3: I just said that.
1: Which has been infected.
3: Oh yeah, it's been infected. Oh, Jesus. For about now that would amplify
1: like my whole a, belly button thing. So like, so listen, for a year now, this thing's been in, like infected on and off. Oh my but god! But she won't get rid of it, and, and I won't I'm like, get rid, of it. get rid of it. Like nobody sees your belly button. Oh yeah, like, totally,
3: totally infected. It doesn't yeah. make any. T- it does, uh, did you get it to try to get over the it's belly button thing? It's just oozing green. S- I'm just kidding. Oh just, but
2: still though, the fact that fe- me knowing it is would. Did freak you out. get
1: it to get over the belly button thing, or like what's up with why yeah, did you want to get that's
3: it? That's why I told you.
1: But I mean, like, is it also because you're a senior in high school and you're a twelfth grader? Yeah. And you're like, I need, you know, yeah. for senior week, I got to get my belly button. Paired. Yeah,
3: I'm going to Cancun in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. This is the character I just comes started out. dating this guy named Dominic. <laughs> I swiped right. <laughs> He's super cute. Oh, man. He drives a stealth. Uh, wow. 1979. <laughs> he smokes Camel Turkish as Jade's. Oh. Oh wow! Um, we just made out first time. He's super good. The too. fact that
2: he smokes surprises me. <laughs> he doesn't snooze or anything, or maybe no. use a um, vape. I S- no. think yeah. he vape.
1: Vape.
3: Yeah. Vape? Uh, yeah sometimes he does vape whenever we go to Kings late at night.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, Kings isn't open twenty four hours anymore. So I think you met oh, the, Denny's. Or the one of the is.
3: That's his dad's name, <laughs> Denny, and Denny, Denny. Denny doesn't. just watches YouTube videos in his underwear at night.
1: All right. Uh-huh. But he's running an empire. But yeah. he wears. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, Dominics really So, cool. all right, guys. Uh, I have nothing. Do you guys have anything else? I mean, this started with Chris Cornell, and now we're on to. Um... Well, Brian had to get dark and deep. You know, I wanted
3: to get deep. You no, know, we were. Talking and I never about,
1: really got to yours. I
3: know we were talking about me getting made fun oh. of. Basically, I um, what what I was getting to, even though we went really off topic, was that I um, I was made fun of so much throughout my entire grade school junior high high school and I always dealt with it really well and I my like thing was that I always helped other people so like I always like sought out somebody else who had depression or suicidal ideologies or somebody else who had something wrong with him, and I always saw the signs. So I was saying to Rob, like, I see signs with somebody who has suicide like that, and mm-hmm. somebody else doesn't. And I don't know Do why. Do I have it? Or...
0: No. You're like,
1: you're like the ace of base of depression. But,
3: like, I'm not kidding. I'm going to kill myself s- tonight to prove
1: you wrong. <laughs>
2: Jeez. And just, you know. Make a TV show.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: that's odd, because I will put my money on it that you won't. Okay, well. But um. We'll see how the
2: Facebook feed looks tomorrow.
3: I, but I honestly, Speaking of getting dark. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, uh, I don't know why I, it's a gift and a curse that I know if somebody, um, cause you know, people say that it is selfish. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it is selfish to a point where, you know, because you, they don't realize that they're leaving uh, people behind their families. But of course, whenever you're that sa- sad, you don't realize that. Part mm-hmm. and it's not your fault that you don't realize that part of it. So I think the
1: selfish thing's
2: ridiculous.
3: Like, I, I, yeah, mean, I do not, kind of
2: agree with that. Yeah, I but
1: agree. you
3: should not feel, you know, it, it's, it's, you have to understand that they don't realize that there is an out at that point. So mm-hmm. that's why they are so sad. That that is why that they don't feel like there is an out. They Ooh.
1: they can't see that. They can't point see of view. that. They yeah. see themselves as a burden on everyone. Yeah, yeah. So they actually as... feel
3: as though they're doing people a favor, so mm-hmm. they don't realize that. So it's Hence actually why it would make they're sense that's themselves. not really
1: a selfish thing at all though, no, in their mind. The way it's they view not. it, mm-hmm. it's like so
3: it's awful. Um, to think that way. Whenever people are um, just putting up um, signs on Facebook or um, maybe they are texting people with different um, signs, maybe they're, um, uh, you know, dyeing their hair black, painting their nails black, if you're... Carson Daly. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. different signs, um, you know, regressing in school, acting out, um, different regression things that they are um, showing signs of... um, something in school maybe they're not talking to their parents anymore or they broke up with their boyfriend whatever um, you know and they say it's a it's a cry for help that's that is whether they're going to do it or they're not going to do it it still needs to be spoken about regardless and it needs to immediately be spoken about and immediately be I shouldn't say squashed but it, it, it needs addressed, to be it needs addressed to be to and light. open up in the air and it, they need to know it's okay to not be okay
2: yeah, and I think it's scary for people that are the support system, like parents and stuff like that. Um,. To take it that far and think, like, you know, is everything okay? and yeah. like Assume that they're that it's that bad. Because then you could be embarrassed if it's like, oh, my God, mom, just shut up. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, or and something. And you don't want
3: to just, you know, put them in a uh, – you don't want to lock them up and put them in the hospital or whatever. Because what's that going to do? You don't want to make them feel abnormal or weird. You want to tell them this is okay for you to feel this sad. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about what you are sad about. Let's talk about, you know, maybe it is your boyfriend. Because you have to understand that kids – Especially a seventh grader. Let's say that he was bullied. I don't know his story. I don't know if he was bullied. I don't know if it was uh, uh, an issue at home. I don't know if it was at school or outside of school or whatever it was. Um, You have to understand that that mindset of a child is that up until the age of, I think it's 20 or 21, you don't know that things um, end. Right. So when your boyfriend (laughs) or girlfriend breaks up with you or you see a bad picture of you on Facebook or somebody makes fun of you in your seventh grade gym class, Mm. you think that is forever.
0: Right, right. And
3: that particular part in your life does not end so imagine feeling that way if you were made fun of for being fat when you're trying to do pull-ups in gym class or you didn't you know you were the last person to make it in the mile in gym class or you farted in the middle of science class and everybody made fun of you and you didn't have any friends right but imagine if you didn't have any friends to back you up so if that if that particular moment did not end and you had multiple particular moments small Mm. leads to large that doesn't end in your mind. I don't know how you guys so feel about continues. this. It just
1: continues. It seems to me that people get older and they forget what it feels like to be a kid.
3: I remember and it's it a very major, well.
1: I feel like it's a major, major issue with, yeah. I'm not going to say all adults, but I mean, the older I get, I still vividly, vividly remember what it feels like to be a kid. Yeah. So I could totally understand. I, and I like when, with Max, I mean, he's almost three. And, uh, you know, just being a kid, things. Just affect you differently. Things just your life is
2: your mind works completely
1: differently. You take you, things
3: very seriously.
2: Well, you do, but you also are in that like free flow thinking yeah. that you're just
3: and you're invincible.
2: Everything's just whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's like, why you
3: get in car accidents. That's yeah. why you smoke weed. That's why you well do drugs. I should say. But when
2: you're really a kid, like you know, something yeah. bad happens and you cry or whatever because it's bad in that moment. You forget about it five minutes later and move on. And like yeah. as adults, we have like all these attachments and stuff the like that and, get put on throughout the years. Yeah, and things yeah. happen, and like you know, something severe enough happens, it's like part of you dies for a while. Yeah, you know, and that's and why that's so real. Right, and what when you realize that and how powerful something like that is, and that it's just. A part of you. You have to like kind of acknowledge that for a little while, realize the the levity of that situation until it just passes. But say know? if
3: you can't say as a parent, get over it or oh whatever, it's not a big. It's a huge deal to a child. It's the biggest deal.
1: Yeah. Well, they go. You know, the the every school shooting or whatever happens. It seems like they're so common now that they're not that big in the news anymore, which mm-hmm. is sad. But every the news just covers it like this event that they they treat the shooter it's it's never it's never felt to me like the shooter is treated like a kid it's like this this psycho right. killed these people yeah. he's a kid like, know, like, and right.
3: what happened to so the, what imagine, happened to the shooter that he's like yeah busy? let's you see, also you have to think it. about that remember yeah. that
1: you're in school like remember when you were in school and like i i remember, i can remember being in 7th grade and some kids shoved me up against the locker and like i remember like it just it makes you feel terrible you, you feel horrible And you're and then every day cuz Also, being in school, like our lives right now, we're not locked in a situation with people for hours Mm -hmm. and hours and hours. I mean, we are at work, but we're you're adults, so it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah, right. But when you're in school and you're locked in these schools with people, when you like you dread those moments when you know after this class I'm going to see this person, they're going to do this thing, and like your whole day could just be worry, and then. I think it's just why it's so important to remember what it's like to be a kid because you can remember those moments when you went through that. Now And do you now, feel
3: protected and open enough to talk to a teacher about this kind of stuff? And now
1: well now take it and it's amplified. So now you don't you leave school. It used to be when we were in school, you left school and school stays there. You get to deal with it the next day. But now you go home, you have phones, you're on social media, so you're mm-hmm. never out of it. It yeah. never
2: stops. Yeah, and it it add in the other part that sucks so bad that unfortunately like I don't—maybe I just need to, like, broaden my own horizons, but, like, in the area that we're in, I feel like I see—and I'm sure it's everywhere, but I see so many—there's horrible parenting going on left and right. And imagine getting to that age, like, 13 plus, 13 to 18 when you're still in school, and you've been raised by idiots, you know what I mean, that had kids too young, have shit judgment, don't even know what to do themselves because their own parents sucked, and it just is this, like— horrible manifestation over and over and over again people making bad choices and how do you how do you break the cycle yeah it's
1: super difficult to find because you can't really blame anybody Mm -hmm. because it's 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 also empathy
3: because yes you need to empathize with the parents because those parents were they're doing what they were taught by their parents yeah so if you if you empathize with the parents to say i hear you Um, You know, if you if if they are taught by an educated um, person to hear them, because if anybody is heard, they feel good. Yeah. So if if uh, if a parent that has been yelling at their child, giving them bad food, um, putting them to bed at you know midnight or one o'clock, and not caring about their child and just letting them play with their iPad for hours on end, it's because they were never heard. Mm-hmm. So they don't feel good enough about themselves. But if you hear that parent, that parent, you know, every day is taught something new. They feel heard. They can then instill it in their child.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So if you have more educators putting more thought and more time into parents and more involved community things like the YMCA like yeah. um you know better parenting or better um teaching better schools better you know tightening up a system with um community and schools and YMCAs mm-hmm. and
0: yeah that's I mean, what that's makes it better yeah a
3: good community it, good people Less violence in your communities, less drugs, less, but then talking about it as well, rather than just, you know, in in my one class in college, I was talking about uh, birth control and I was talking about kids are going to have sex regardless. You you have to talk about it and have kids to have safe sex rather than it's not going to happen. And every person in my conservative class was like, what? And I was like, kids are going to do it. You can't stop it. You have to have them educated correctly So that they know when to do it, when, what is love, what is not love, when is a boy using you, when are they abusing you, what, you know.
1: It's extremely important, but it's, people don't want to talk about it. These
3: kids need to be educated properly, not to, because they need to talk about it, because they're sexting.
1: (laughs) You're 100% right, the problem is, it's hard to find, you know, those people to work those jobs in those schools, to instill those values in those kids, like, it just... It's like such a uphill battle that I don't know how. Hopefully, I mean the internet I think plays a huge part in that. With YouTube, I mean there's a lot of people that kids gravitate towards who talk about their experiences, and, yeah. this, and there's kids who are like in high school who have huge YouTube channels. So I imagine, yeah, uh, that's, that's why I'm always, a lot. When I talk to kids who are like in junior high and high school, I always like to know like what they w- like watch, like who are their favorite YouTube stars, mm-hmm. and then kind of look up who they're into yeah. and yeah, see what they see what they are into because whenever we were in you know school we didn't have you couldn't like ask me who do you watch and i could like name these people that you never heard of it'd be somebody you heard of because yeah. it's on tv so it would just be like one of so many shows that you can go find but now there's a billion different people and a billion different ways of reaching somebody or identifying with somebody so uh, i lost my train of thought but no but you're right is. because like <laughs> What's there's a good uh
3: point but kids like and even on. like like transgenders homosexuality um, suicide prevention like anything they're all on YouTube so Mm -hmm. you can literally just Google what you are questioning about yourself or what you need to talk about right and they're all right there. And it's 7th graders, 8th graders, 10th graders. I mean, it's all right there on YouTube. Definitely a
2: great resource. Like, that's a great thing about the internet because whenever your shitty parents are not um, around to actually talk to you and raise you or anything like that. Yeah, or if you don't feel
3: comfortable with your parents. Maybe they're very conservative.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And this is what Nini and I have been talking about this. you have a single
3: mom that works three jobs or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The past day or so, we've been talking about the fact that, you know, whenever it was just cable television, you didn't have these outlets. You didn't have an ability no. to, to put your voice out there like that and for anybody to watch it. And you also didn't have the ability to find exactly what you were looking for. You had to wait for it on T V and it was pre produced and there was a lot of BS involved and you'd follow certain standards and it was scripted and it just it was not the ideal form for quality like uh Edu- education and edutainment, I guess, like yeah. like you know, entertaining things that actually educate you. But now you can find, it I mean, podcasts, YouTube. It's just yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. But let's 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 finish with that. I think we've made yeah, some very. good I think points. it's yeah. really cool. I it's have to pee really bad. Podcast. I have to pee too. I do three. All right, let's so, all go together. Let's after all the go podcast together. To the bathroom all upstairs. Now if uh, if. You guys want to find me you can always leave me a voicemail on my voicemail it's 799 eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four you can say whatever you want I would encourage you to to call the number and leave I'm a voicemail. A. what did that
3: just say Store, storage almost full
1: eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four uh my Instagram and Facebook is Rob Z radio Twitter and snapchat is Rob Z yo you those guys, of you
2: those of you that are still listening did you enjoy it <laughs> well you could talk, talk into to me
1: tell us what you think you know yeah, you and it, by the way all my podcasts now will be on Facebook Live and uh, more live apps like YouTube, Twitter and Instagram coming up so if you hear us talking to a camera of course because we all, we're all we live as well wow, while it's going on and if you'd leave me a rating on iTunes that would be awesome you know if you could just one to five stars I tried stars. but I
3: couldn't he tried, it wouldn't work.
1: (laughs) Just don't leave below three stars because that doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you hate the podcast, don't even bother. Yeah, Yeah, if you don't like it, just don't leave a rating, guys. So, all right. Do you guys have any any closing uh, statements, plugs, anything?
2: R.I.P. Chris Cornell.
1: R.I.P.
0: Chris
3: Cornell.
2: I love you, no doubt.
0: (laughs) 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 That's brutal.